about today's show. Um, we kind of kicked in with me or the studio. So um, I want to kick back in to that in a minute, but um, I just wanted to kind of talk about um, how you're doing today, just kind of get to know you first before we kind of get into the music. We wanted to just kind of kick back, have fun, and of course, highlight you and listen to your music. So that's what it's all about today. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I'm going to need a round of applause. Tell me a little bit about um, what prompted that song. Like, what made you write that song? Actually, that was actually a real-life situation. <laughs> it was with my uh, fiancé. My When we first started dating, we we were dating or whatever, and he d- did music. And at the time, I wasn't necessarily recording music, but I always sang. Like, I grew up singing in church and things like that. So one day, we were supposed to hang out. We were supposed to go on a date. And I guess, you know, he decided he wanted to go to the studio. So in my mind, I was thinking, oh, yeah, the studio, sure. It's probably some girl. So that's, that was the inspiration behind that. <laughs> And, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. We're still together, okay. you know, I didn't. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you because, I mean, most people, when we hear a song, you know, be it whoever it is, we kind of think automatically, especially if they're a songwriter, that this song is about their personal life. So I was going to ask True. you, like, how many songs are kind of, like, really – sparked the most something that you kind of went through personally? Is it like 95% of it or sometimes are you talking for somebody else or is most of it kind of situations that you really feel for yourself? You know what? It's a, it's a, it's actually all three. Sometimes it will be my personal situation, which is like um, on my EP, for example, Life's a Trip, which is number track four, that was about a situation with a friend that <clears throat> basically pretty much when you're elevating in life or you're doing things different, sometimes you outgrow people, and it hurts, and you don't understand it at that moment, but, you know, I'm, I'm rambling. But anyway, pretty, I would say about 60-40 on this project. I okay, had, so let's um, yeah, I'm that's that's really interesting. You're not rambling. It's really good because that's kind of like why we're here. You know, we want to kind of keep it real and, you know, tell people really what's up about, you know, what you put into it because a lot of people don't really understand what goes into a song because they don't get the opportunity to hear conversations like this or, you know, we just hear a song 
So, I mean, I appreciate what you're saying and kind of, you know, giving the story behind the song. So. I appreciate you being fabulous. I appreciate, you know, I had ordered some highlighter and I had to get some more. My daughter, like, really hurt my feelings. I was like, really? You don't do this to my so I mean, her doll, her doll is forever popping. That's all I have to say. But I'm <laughs> what you do, just being a black businesswoman, being a businesswoman. Period. But it makes me feel awesome. The black girl magic is real. I'm loving it. I'm it definitely it. is real. And um, I was thankful that you know um, I'm having the opportunity to create a platform like this for me and for you and for everybody for um. Black women, um, black professionals. I mean, this is like the urban media outlet. I want to be able to keep doing this and to keep coming back and to keep giving people the opportunity to speak up for themselves and to highlight what they do at the same time. So, you know, I'm really thankful to be able to be in a position to do this. It's important to me to, um, you know, help get the word about what other people are doing. So right now, let's um, kick back, have a little bit of fun. And let's listen to a little bit more of um, me or the studio, or do you want to go with Life is a Trip? You know what? We can finish um, me or the studio, and then, you know, whatever, you know what, whatever you want to do, come down with it. <laughs> okay, so let's, 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 let's just take a listen to um, me or the studio again. Like I said, that has become one of my favorite tracks, so. Let's kick back in and let everybody get a chance to get a little bit more of that real quick. So we're just going to kind of vibe out to that for a few minutes. Awesome. Me or the studio, me or the studio, me or the studio, me or the studio, me or the studio. I'm in my bedroom staring at the ceiling Sometimes I wish I didn't have all these feelings Oh you, oh you I know he got the call, just didn't answer He takes studio, now he messed up smiling ear to ear right now like it really makes as an artist we're so emotional so it's like all the positive things and all the hard stuff that we go through pretty much once we hear how our art affects someone else like that's all that's what we do it for so I really do appreciate that no problem no problem it's my pleasure and I can totally relate to what you're saying 
And the reason why, a big reason why I wanted to have you here is because I totally love music. Music is like 100% of my life. I mean, I use it to create with, I barely turn on my TV at all. So this to me is like everything, you know, to be able to actually have somebody who writes songs. I love words. I love how you can take words and just create something so beautiful. So Tell us a little bit about your songwriting process. Like, what goes behind it? How long does it take? I mean, anything you can share about that process? You know, um, as I'm getting, as I'm getting more, I guess, doing it more often, it's a little easier. But pretty much, it can vary. Like, a song can take anywhere from 20 minutes to a month, just because some songs. Like I, like I write from my heart or whatever I'm feeling or if I see a video or a movie that gives me that mood or pretty much the production and the song itself, I go right. from that. Um, so it can take anywhere from, for me, 20 minutes to a month. That's about the max. Like that's just when I'll write something. If I have a hook or a chorus, I'll write it down and I'll just come back to it in a week or two. But, oh, I got finish this song. So that's pretty much my process. Oh, right. Oh, I do have one thing. It's so weird. Okay, so before I write a song, I take a nap. <laughs> it's weird. It's naps like a lot. Like naps, naps are a necessary part of production with yeah. any artist because it's draining. Like it's, people don't get that it's so draining to produce somebody else. Um, <laughs> So I get it. <laughs> yeah, that that's one thing I can say that I take. I was like, I gotta go to Dreamland. I'll be back. And then once I wake up, like the song will just come out. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So I don't know if it's like a subconscious thing or I just enjoy being able to express myself. I really do. It's not easy, but yeah, you, know, you, you really. Do. When I um created the flyer. You know, I came up with the great name. I came to bring the pain, and I thought it was just like so monumental for everything that you're doing, and the emotion behind it, and being a woman, being a black woman, being a free spirit. Because I catch that from you. I don't know if I'm off track with that, but you know, I really respect that. <laughs> and you know. I'm the youngest child, so it kind of, I don't know if, like, my mom, she wasn't my dad, my father, God rest his soul. He was he was more of a disciplinarian. He was old school, you know. But my mom, even though she's older, she was more like, I guess you would say lenient or let me express myself. You always encourage me to express yourself. And even though she may not understood it, and sometimes I came off crazy, quote, unquote, but. You know, they come from a different time and place, so. Right, right. So, I mean, everybody kind of has their own perspective, of course, of being an artist and taking art into a career and making it something that you're doing on a basis of making it into your everyday life, you know. job, or This might not be something that, is, you know, planning for a future, but we still get out here and do it because we're so passionate about it. And it's good Definitely. to have 
one person that kind of like, you know, pushes you to do that and supports you in doing that. It's really So <clears throat> tell us a little bit about your upbringing and kind of being in the church. I know a lot of musicians start in the church. So tell mm-hmm. us about some of that and, and your history with that when growing up. Well, I always grew up with music around, like, um, my parents were, you know, they were older. My my dad was born in the 40s, and my mom was born in the 50s, so their music was the 60s, the 70s, and I grew up with the Motown sound. I knew a whole bunch of stuff that people were like, how do you know this song, you know? So I grew up in the church. Huh? One. Two, get down. 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 Get in um in some weird way I was born in that time but my spirit you know I guess I wasn't ready until 1989 so I felt like I was there or I wanted to be there like I liked um 1970s type movies I liked early 80s type movies stuff like that it just I thought that was cool like they were just so the way they dressed and like how they were just so fly and the way they talked and I just thought that was so cool so and plus that's how my dad was so I kind of got that vibe from him so pretty much I grew up with a lot of music in the household I grew up I went to church my dad was ordained deacon so I went to church a lot as a youngster and um he ended up getting injured, so we had kind of stopped going. But, I, you know, mm-hmm. I always had God in my heart and things like that. So I just, but I always loved hip-hop. My older siblings, like I would take their DMX CDs in third grade. I had no business listening to it, but that's what <laughs> I did. I would take I would take my sister's SWV or TLC tape, and that was pretty much it. I grew up with a lot of music. A lot of family functions that I would sneak and stay up and listen to all the dancing and music. So pretty much a house full of music. Yeah, I can understand that. I grew up the same way. Like, I mean, pretty much everything was kind of around music. Everybody kind of had the same music taste. And my grandma was playing Otis Redding and... James mm-hmm. Brown and Curtis Mayfield and just that, you know, that so that music, like, it, it matures you because you just think on a whole nother level. Like, the writing was so complex. Mm-hmm. It had so much emotion to it. So I can only yes. imagine that being a base for you and then going out, you know, later on in life and having that background and actually writing a song of your own. Like, you know, that's just an amazing thing. Um, I was actually, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was really shook. I was super duper shy. Everybody calling me right now. Mama, I got to call you back. Well, I'll tell you later. But um, yeah, um, I was actually really shy when I was young. I always sang to myself. I sang in the choir, but I didn't like step up to do lead. But um, I always sang to myself, and I started writing actual short stories because I was 
too shy to sing. So I was like, oh, I'll just write it in a poem or a short story. And I actually used to, this is kind of corny, but I battle rapped in eighth grade. Like I had a short battle rap career in eighth grade. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you kind of want to sweep that under the rug a little bit. Like, <laughs> but it, it's, very, it's very important to who I am now. Like before I thought it was corny, but now I understand. I was shy, too shy to sing and, Eight Mile was out at that time, you know, Eminem, he made me want to lose myself in the music, so that's what, that's how that happened. So what was it like when you first kind of like broke through the shell and you said, wait a minute, A-Pain is here, I'm getting on this stage, and I'm going to deliver what I came to do today. So how was that first feeling of kind of like doing that? I believe it was the first time was fourth grade talent show, and I sang... Christina Aguilera, Genie in the Bottle, girl. I was like, I'm doing this song. I don't care what no one sings. I was like, Tiny, you're singing this song. Well, I'm singing this song, and I actually won the con. I won the talent show. And wow. I was like, you know, this is pretty cool, you know. So, I believe in my mind. I won. I believe so. I think I won it, if I recall right. Don't let me get to lying to people. Like she didn't win. I did win to me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was cheering, so I won. You know, it was pretty. Lit. Okay, so um, let's go back up to um, let's go back real quick, and um, let's listen to "Life's a Trip" for a couple minutes, and we can talk about that next. Yes, ma'am. Um, Life is a Trip. So tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Well, that song actually was inspired by uh, a friendship that I had that pretty much like um, when I became pregnant with my daughter, you know, she didn't have, we both didn't have kids at the time, you know, we were hanging out, we were being young, you know, wilding out doing things that young people do. And pretty much when my responsibilities and my direction in life changed, she, like, kind of didn't want anything to do with me at the time, which now I understand maybe it's a hard adjustment for people when you're always with someone. But I took I took it to heart because it was a friend that I knew since elementary school, so it really hurt my feelings, and, you know, instead of, Taking it to the streets and being ratchet, I decided to write a song. But next time we're going to say this right here. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Most definitely. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, you know. Bye, Felicia, out. But we're glad that you 
took it to um, a song and you kind of, we all been through a bad friend breakup, you know, I mean, it's something that goes on with every female. It's something that we all can relate to. So, I mean, you know, the song pretty much is something that everybody can feel because we've been in that situation before. We're all adults. We had about, you know, 20 BFFs and, you know, three that stayed. So I appreciate that song. Um, I definitely can understand the meaning behind that. So, what are some of the new songs that you're working on? I saw you doing a video. Which video are you, um, which song are you doing a video for? I actually did the uh, video for Life's a Trip. So we're in the editing process and getting everything, you know, I'm super particular. I mean, I should be, you know how we are. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're in the editing well. We're like, wait a minute, do this right now. <laughs> You want it to be how you picture in your mind, you know. Exactly, exactly. To you know, what, you know, I'm I'm still I'm indie, so I mean, within reason, the shoot went really well. The camera footage is really good, so we're just editing that stuff, and it, it's work, but it's fun. It's definitely fun. I'm doing actually the video visual for that track. I um, decided to come forth with that just because it's still, I feel like it's still like a little cold winter time because we want to lighten it up for the springtime. So the more upbeat, funner tracks, I um, definitely anticipate shooting near the studio within the next month. So that's going to be fun. And, you know, we got to pick up Exciting. the mood video. I'm definitely going to be sharing clips on the page as, as a recap of what we're talking about today, and I'm looking forward to it uh, myself. So, um, how long does a video take? Like, how long are you shooting? I mean, a lot of people probably don't really get to see the behind the scenes, so tell us a little bit about the behind the scenes process of the whole video. Well, this was actually, well, I've shot videos before, and um, I would say it took about four hours just to move around and get the right shot. And it was really cold the day we shot it, but the shots came out really well, like with the wind and everything, you know. I don't have my Beyonce fan yet, but, you know, it's it's gold, you know. (laughs) You know, I have Mother Nature working with me, you know. It was really cold, but um, it took us about three and a half, four hours. We just pretty much knocked it out. Found locations and knocked it out. Everyone has, has children and schedules and stuff, so I don't like to hold people up, you know? Yeah, you kind of want to get it done and and keep it Definitely. moving. I can feel that. I, I totally understand. I spend all day kind of making makeup and in between that trying to promote this show to the last minute. And, you know, you put your all into everything you're doing because you definitely – want to, you know, show people that you really are passionate about what you're doing, and that's something that I catch from you and your music, and I really appreciate you taking the time. It takes so much, like, to put it together a show, bring all the artists together, and get the music going. So, like I said, I love music, and I'm definitely appreciating having some new music that's besides the radio and, you know, what's going on there. So, I really do appreciate that. It, that makes me feel good. I like the radio drives me nuts. Like if 
don't get me wrong, Bad and Bougie is a great song, but if I hear it 73 times in a row, I don't want to hear it no more. Yeah, you get tired of it. So let's um, kind of cut into it. Um, it's a lot of things going on. We saw the whole Remy on Nicki Minaj beef going down, and let's just talk about that for a minute. Let's just have an open conversation about smells and the industry and kind of the whole beef thing. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, as an artist and you're sitting there and you're looking at this and you're looking at it kind of all go down on social media because you can't help but see it. I mean, you see it. And you can put your two cents in or you can keep it pushing however you feel at the moment. But how do you feel kind of seeing that go on? Honestly, okay, like I said, we, we're uh, late 80s babies. We grew up to 90 music. So what hip-hop and rap was then, it was so, like, it was real. Like, when people would battle rapping, like, this stuff was serious. Like, we saw the East Coast, West Coast beef. We saw the, the, the nausea. Thank you. I wanted to say that. Like, glad you kept it 100. Like, I mean, I'm like, it's rap beef. Like, that's what it's supposed to do, right? I thought when we were growing up, that's kind of like what it was. But go ahead and say our rules. You know, it's real stuff. But I feel like in today's industry, because it's so oversaturated and um, a lot of these kids don't know what the heck they like. Because it's being force-fed, like, you pretty much, like, it's so to the point where I don't have to necessarily listen to a song, but I know the lyrics. That ain't right, you know? I don't listen to the radio. I do like some of them. I do like some of the up-and-coming artists. Like, I think Kehlani, I've heard some of her music. I like her. Um, I like Ro James. He's awesome. He's dope. He's really good. I like him. He's writing home music. Huh? I heard uh, the the. I'm sorry. One more time. I said, does he write his own music? I'm not sure, but I do like him. I believe so. so. But with the Nicki Minaj and Ribby beef, I was happy that Ribby came home and came for the throne. You know what I'm saying? Nicki Minaj is dope too, but. Let's honestly, I don't listen to her music outside of what I hear on the radio. Right, it's not something you pick up and say, "Hey, I want to bring to my collection and kind of covet this song exactly. and let it be something that goes down with me to the grave." Because that's how music is. If you're a real music head, like I mean, you have your tracks right. that are like your heart and soul. So um, exactly, I, kinda, I, I definitely get that. But I mean, I think a lot of people kind of were like getting too soft about it, you know, that's just my opinion. They were like, mm-hmm. and I'm all for women uplifting each other, but a rap battle is a rap battle. Like, <laughs> I'm like, can we have that? Like, you know, can we, we can't have you anything. <laughs> I want the hip hop, like these kids, everybody's so sensitive. Like this is a rap battle. Like it's no holds bar. I grew up watching battle rap. I grew up watching, um, making the band. I grew up watching all that, and it was it's real stuff. Like this is really what people eat, sleep, and breathe. And I feel like a lot of people. Not saying that Nicki Minaj isn't talented, but she's 
to me, she's manufactured. She's a brand. She's a, you know, she's Barbie, and I get it. But let's be real here. Like, I I need something that's going to cure my soul. Now, I'm not saying I'm, I know Remy's catalog from frontwards to backwards, but Sheether, that was crazy. My blood pressure was raised. Yeah, that was a crazy. I, I, when I see people getting sensitive over a rap battle, I'm thinking like this. I ain't did nothing to nobody, nothing, nothing. Okay. <laughs> I ain't did nothing to nobody, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, we can't even have it. <laughs> I just want to listen to the rap battle. I want to see who's going to win the lyrical battle. It's a lyrical battle. It's not about guns and not promoting violence by any means, you know. But I do exactly. believe in lyrical assassins. I appreciate a lyrical assassin. I want to hear that. I want to be entertained by the words. So, um, seriously. So that's kind of where I stand on it. You know, um, everybody kind of got really emotional about it and were like, you know, we need to uplift each other. And I'm like, huh? But well, y'all was just talking about your friend yesterday. Help me understand. Like, I just want to have a rap battle. Everything be okay. <laughs> you feel like because Nicki Minaj, she's she's got her accolades. Like you know, it is what it is. But when you're being when you're in the industry, you're you're being promoted by the biggest media platforms in the world. Of course, you're gonna be number one. Of course, you're gonna be. You know, I'm not taking away from her talent. I think that she is funky. She's She's hot and all those things, but as far as me personally, I'm not going to sit up and listen to a whole Nicki Minaj album. I probably right. might not see the whole Remy Ma album, but I appreciate Remy Ma being Remy Ma, period. Yeah, I can. I totally agree with you on that because one thing that I can say about Remy is she straight stayed true to her brand. She straight stayed true to being kind of that underground artist that's independent, and it's something that you have to say, hey, that's not for you, because everybody doesn't have to go so mainstream and pop, and exactly. they're kind of like two different worlds, and, you know, you kind of, when you're out here, you're being an independent artist, I'm sure you can kind of, like, relate to that situation a little bit more so than um, on the other side, and I say on the other side, not to separate anybody, but, you right. know, there's two different arenas of where they are in terms of a marketing level and a business standpoint. It's just kind of like two different worlds. So um, I guess that kind of sums up a lot about probably how a lot of people in our age group feel about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people are just salty that every great lyricist is challenged. I don't care. Every great lyricist is challenged. And I feel like Nikki is a great lyricist to a certain extent, but it's like, come on. Like, you ignored the battle. And I I heard today that Nas basically – did something with because he owns the Ether Beat, 
he did something to where um, uh, Remy can't perform the song and it's off a of SoundCloud. And it's like, really? Like, that's how that's what we're doing now? We're yeah. Gonna be- yeah, I mean, that's- that right there is just taking it kind of like to another level. I mean, we all know we, where we're supposed to. Nah, should definitely uh, know what a rap battle is and what's going on with that. And she came back today, and I hated to see her kind of backtrack and say that she probably would have wanted to work with her. She kind of, I wish she would have kind of just stuck to her guns and did what she did. You know, I mean, that's what you do. You know, I mean, it was kind of friendly competition. The thing, everything was pretty much out in the open, and she had all means to come back and kind of like respond to the track but that didn't happen and she took it more of a business standpoint and kind of like pulled her marketing way I think she might have possibly been blackballed to some some point because think about it if those accusations were true or there was no truth to it Nicki Minaj wouldn't be so hell-bent about trying to get the song taken down you you your tea is spilled honey it's okay. We know your business. We knew we knew it. We just didn't want to believe it. Ain't yeah, no way. It, it, it did kind of make make you kind of like step back. Like, wait a minute, you know. And and she just, I just wish she would have just stuck stuck to her guns. For me personally, I just kind of wish she wouldn't have retracted <laughs> and said, "Hey, um, I kind of would have worked with her." No, I, right now you need to just stand firm and. And, and stand up for the song you made and put out you put out two of them just stand there but I mean it right. can be intimidating you got different things coming at you on a on a business level you know when we're talking about lawsuits and things like that it right. kind of would make you say hey no I didn't really mean that <laughs> exactly and the whole thing the fact that it went to that level lets me know. Like, the the game ain't like how it used to be. Like, wasn't nobody getting sued about telling this and that? Like, the whole 50 Cent and Ja Rule beef, for example, it didn't matter what. Ja Rule kept on making songs. He didn't give a dang. He was going to keep on right. coming back. Like, he didn't, what? And and the things may have been true. But he didn't he didn't let it stop him. He didn't let it stop him, and she, Remy should have just, she should have just stayed there and said, you know what, like, at this moment, that's what it is. I'm going to keep strong to my word, my song, Sheether, that was hot. The track was hot. I can't even fake like it wasn't. Like, she really verbally you know, took over before it did. A lot of people great- are, are emotional about it, and it's okay. I felt I felt like it was a great glimpse of what hip hop used to be until the the emotions got involved. I was I was like, man, like Nicki Minaj. I was I was rooting for Nicki. Like I was like, oh yeah, I know she's gonna come back with some flame, and she didn't come back at all. With you came with your lawyers. That's how I know, honey. <laughs> you got to be some proof. Yeah, I think some. <laughs> Pressure points were hit with the song for sure because it covered a lot of ground in that couple of minutes of that song. Definitely hit some points there. But um, let's talk about some of the artists that you've been collaborating with over there in your area because you're from the Bay, right? I'm actually from. Okay, <clears throat> it's 
it's not the bay, and we're not that far away. It's the valley. So I'm I live in Sacramento right now, but I'm actually from Stockton, which is 30 minutes south from here. It's not the bay. Okay. It's like the Central Valley, I guess you could say. It's weird. It's hard to explain. It's it's, like, it's not the bay, but it's almost the bay. It's all you're like at the borderline of the bay. Then we'll just call it the borderline of the bay. Basically, you can. That's the best way to describe it. If you're not from California, no, they don't get it. Look, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, you know what? Well, I've it's been really to the bay. I mean, I've been to the bay several times, so I'm familiar with the area, and right. I definitely appreciate every trip um, coming out there. Definitely, when I come out next time. I'm going to hit you up so we can link up and um, definitely hopefully you have something going on and I can come check that out live and do some live updates and kind of show everybody that, hey, we're not just talking about it, we're being about it. And I'm right here and I'm supporting <laughs> and what she's doing. Um, we, have, we got one more song here. We have yeah. everybody. So let's kick into that real quick. Okay. I hope you're not the type to think you already know what I like. Can't judge a book from the outside. No, you can hear, but are you listening? Extraordinary for the marriage. Don't take my soul, my heart here. Right, I love that. It really gives me like this vibe of I don't know is, is it SWV. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what is this '90s group that I want to put you in. I want to put you in one of them. I just don't know which it is. You know, I listen to all of them. I listen to I. I was loving 702. I was loving TLC. I was loving, um, I just loved the way that the songs were composed. I was really, you know, I was a big B2K fan. I was a huge B2K fan. I liked Pretty Ricky. That's where I get my little, you know, my little edginess from. I was, I loved that album. I don't know if you heard the first one. It wasn't that great now thinking about it, but I loved it. I don't know why. I mean, I, I was a pretty Ricky fan. I liked their songs. Like they did, kind of have that edge and that stage present that you presence that you kind of missed from the '90s feel. But I mean, I'm like putting you into. Is it Escape? Is it? Is it I don't know which one it is, but I'm putting you into one of those groups. Like the vibe is just so awesome. Like your voice reminds me of somebody, and I'm trying to figure it out. To figure out. I appreciate it. it. That makes me feel good. Like, I, I I was a big Destiny's Child. The writing's on the wall, honey. Yes. Yes, that was the one that for me. That was a great album. Album. That was a great album. Um, and, well, you know, I used to think, I used to always want to be the Beyonce. I ain't going to lie. I'm like, I'm Beyonce. Like, I can actually sing, y'all. Like, <laughs> so, you know, that was before she was. Huh? You're not diluted with auto tune, and you don't need the help of all of these different things. Like I've been researching, I go snoop around when I'm bringing you on the show. 
when I'm bringing somebody on the show, I go snoop around. I'm all in your IG. I'm all in your music. I'm all on your Facebook, and I'm looking to kind of get a feel because when you come on, I don't want to be like, I don't know anything about you. I'm just talking to you. I really want to be able to talk about what you're doing and highlight you the best way possible that I know, and that's from listening to your music. I've listened to this, like, over the last week when we first scheduled you to be here and kind of got a feel for everything, and that's when I decided, hey, we need to have everybody else listening to it now. Like, this is something I want to share with all the listeners, and we're getting people all across the globe. So um, tell us where they can find your music at. Where can everybody who's going to listen from India, Nigeria, and all of these new audience members you're going to pick up after today, tell them about where they can find you at. Okay, so you can find me on soundcloud.com backslash A-Y-N-A-T-A. P-A-Y-N-E. I'm going to spell it one more time because it's kind of tricky. <laughs> it's A-Y-N-A-T-A, P-A-Y-N-E. You can find me on SoundCloud. You can find me on Instagram at A-Pain, A-P-A-Y-N-E, Music 116. You can find me on Spotify, um, 1160 EP. Um, you, you I don't know how to Spotify? Like, Spotify is my holy grail in my life. I don't know how I live. I couldn't live without it, so I definitely got to catch you on Spotify. Repeat that one again. I can definitely share the link. I can um, post it up again. It's eleven six the EP because it's hard to find, you know, especially being an indie artist. But if you type in eleven slash like a little slash six the EP, I'll pop up. And uh, okay. yeah, I'm on uh, Google Play. I'm on iTunes. You just Search eleven sixty EP. That's my first solo project that I released out to the world, and I'm I'm really I'm really proud of it. And I it makes me feel good to get, I guess, it, to get feedback. You know, especially from different regions. You know, like you're in you're on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. You know, I want to make music that caters to everyone. But at the same time, stay true to myself. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. It's all about staying grounded and listening to your heart and your soul when you're creating something and making it for everybody. And I really applaud you right now for taking the time to do that and bringing so much emotion and taking what you learned as a child and your humble beginnings in church and singing in the choir and being the woman that you are today and inspiring other women that are getting started in the industry and making videos and writing songs, like, you're doing an amazing job, and we support you. I support you. Thank you. I support you, too. I really do. I love your makeup. Like, love everything you're doing. You are, you're you're an inspiration to me, and, you know, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm I'm very happy that um even speaking to you like you really asking in depth questions like this is I'm I'm here for it I'm feeling great right now. Okay, that you know, and you just kind of go along and you do what you know is in your heart and what's in your soul too because you know I'm like uh I'm doing the makeup you know that's great I'm creating these wonderful products but you know I want to do more I want to be able to have this platform and give people like you an opportunity 
to share, you know, even like I said, we're in two different areas, but through social media, I see you and you can see me and we can support each other. And that's a beautiful thing. So I'm going to continue doing that. I'm going to continue supporting you and supporting others. And um, yes, being a platform for us to have music, to have art, to have creativity and to bring it all together share with the whole world and it's just such a beautiful thing to do and to see so I really thank you for taking your time out today um, and being here and sharing so much so much with us about your music and it was like so fun listening to it this was my first time doing this and having live music and actually having the artist here to talk about um, their song and the emotion that they that they had behind it to write the song and the music. So this is really cool. I really do appreciate you being here today. I, I pre- I'm, I'm appreciative for the opportunity, and I just thank you again for having me. Like, that makes me, this is what I do it for. Like, it's not easy. Like, you know, I've, I was told that, you know, people don't start to support you until they see others. I was, you know, I guess outsiders or strangers supporting you, but for mm-hmm. me, I feel like we have that. I feel like we have a bond just for being entrepreneurs and business women. It's not easy going against the grain and not doing your typical nine to five or clock in, clock out job. That's what most people just. Oh, girl, you ain't going to work like. I work for myself, girl. I'm at work. What are you talking about, girl? (laughs) Yeah, and I I mean, I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, I'm willing always to kind of put my butt on the line for everybody else. You know, I'm like, hey, you know what? If nobody else wants to say it, I'm fine with kind of sticking my butt out there, you know, and kind of bringing things to the forefront and saying, hey, you know what? You know, we need to support each other. We do. We need be there. We need to say, hey, it doesn't take this stranger to say that Anana has great music. We need to listen to it. So, exactly. you, you know, know people girl, kind of offended when you're like putting people on the line, and sometimes you need to put people on the line and say, wait a minute, you know, I know better, you know better. Let's talk about this. And let's make it an issue that we are working on improving. So that's kind of another reason why I want to have this platform is so that we're able to have a place to talk about real things and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, this is kind of affecting me here, there, or just have an open conversation. Like we talk about the Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma B and we step away from that, still survive. We still love each other. We're still Business women exactly. going forward <laughs> with tomorrow, it's, and everything's gonna be okay. You know, so. Nikki Minaj always talking about somebody being her son, and 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 and, and the people need to stop. Like, like, let's stop acting like Nikki Minaj raps about rainbows and stars and happiness all the time. Come on, now she's always talking about how someone's hating on her, how she's the boss chick. The HBIC. Now that somebody then challenged the throne, she wants. Oh, oh, you do pop now? What you a pop rapper? Come on, girl. Uh, <laughs> so it, you know, it is what it is. It's just how the industry is. 
people are going to go with whoever has the higher net worth and not necessarily the talent or the lyricism or the bars. Like, give us bars. Yeah, that was bars. Bars were dropped on that day, and it surprised everybody because when you drop a track in 24 hours and you get a good bit song like that, like, I'm sorry, I'm here for that. I'm here for the 24-hour diss track. (laughs) You know? It needs to be be some type of genre, like a maybe a sub-genre, like a battle rap. Or battle battle hop. I'm not condoning violence from any of this at all, but it's okay to be competitive in, and you know, you got to keep saying that because people can take away so many things from so much. So, you know, um, I mean, music, definitely battle rapping. I kind of grew up in that time and that's just kind of how it started. Like, you know, people kind of had that. They were on a block. On the, I grew up in New York. I was born in Queens. So you can imagine you're walking outside and seeing these rappers in circles going against each other. And you loved it. You loved every moment of it. So my, my mother's from Buffalo, New York. So it's not quite the, 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 the boroughs, but. Um, I definitely, I always loved battle rap. I thought it was great. Like, I wanted to be a battle rapper. I had a, like I said, I had a brief career in eighth grade. <laughs> I think it was in 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. Uh, and um, I think, I'm here for it. I just feel like people need to stop acting like, Man, I don't know. Maybe it's the new millennial babies. I don't know. I just, I'm here for real music. I'm here for it all. I'm here for the battle rap. Nobody gets hurt. I feel like you need to... Everybody has some sort of aggression. I don't know if you put it in your paintings, if, if you put it in your... When you create your makeup, like if you're having a bad day, like you just make a great recipe, like I'm going to talk to kill them with this. I'm mad right now. <laughs> I mean, so actually, it's like the opposite for me in that aspect. I wish it would, you know, would be different. And I'll kind of talk about that real quick. But, you know, when I, like last week, I was kind of going through it. You know, I had some personal issues going on in my life and losing people and different things like that. And I don't, I I don't want to create something when I'm emotional in a sense of feeling hurt because I'm putting my hands and I'm creating something. So that's true. I don't feel so comfortable with doing that. And I know, oh, you know, you're taking a while with this, but you know, I have to know when I'm going best for creating something for somebody else. And I want to put love in that. So in that aspect, I can't really. Yeah, I have to say, hey, let me step back for a second here. Nothing's going to be harmed. I'm, I'm going to get it to you. But right now, I don't feel like I should be, you know, dead. but if somebody gets me mad on another note, now I can go in there and create some amazing highlights. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is my best work right here. So I get it. The emotion can be, like, good, and then it can be just depending on the mood. It's just, like, let me step away for a second. Everybody, you know, for me, I'm learning to channel my emotions into my music because it's not healthy for me to just, I guess, smolder in it or be, that's that's just my method, though. Everybody has their own method to their madness, and um, I'm learning to, you know, 
I try not to make my music too confrontational, but you know, I just feel how I feel, and I feel like that's the beauty of being a songwriter. You don't have to really explain your art too much. I mean, right? Unless- and really, and I, I, you know what? I really, really, definitely appreciate you saying that. Like, I mean, that's something that I've been trying to find the words for, and sometimes I don't have the best words to. Um, describe how I'm feeling, but you don't want to get into explaining too much. Like, you know, it kind of takes away from it. And that was like words that I've been looking to tell how I feel about certain things. Like you don't want to get into explaining your art so much. It's just not for everybody to know. Like, you know, you the people who really support you, they get it. And then some people, they just don't get it. But it's like a part of you that you don't want to share with everybody, you know, and you don't want to like be so vulnerable to say this is me and how I create because it kind of takes away from the whole process. Definitely. I agree with that. I agree with that. Being an artist, it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> oh my god, it totally is an emotional roller coaster. Like I said, you don't, and I, I kind of talked about that in another um another podcast we had, and, and you just don't want to get into explaining so much, and it kind of sounds selfish, and it sounds rude and blunt, but it's it's true. It's really true about how you feel, and you know what. Honestly, I don't want anybody to take that away from me, and I hope they don't take that away from you because that's what brings the beauty of everything. So <clears throat> it's been a pleasure talking to you. And is there anything else that you want us to know that you're working on, um, website, any type of information that you want to leave us on before we roll out? I, again, I'm going to say my IG is, a pain music. That's P A Y N E music one one six. My my Twitter and Instagram is the same link. And I definitely just wanna leave everyone on a note. Follow your dream, whatever it is. Go for it. You only have today. That's so. right. Definitely true. And um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I really respect you even Absolutely. more um, as Absolutely. an artist. I'm definitely always going to be in the background cheering for you, rooting for you to keep pushing on. And makeup on in my visual. I'm I'm getting my new order in. I'm going to have your makeup on. Like, girl, you better order yours. Yeah. Okay. I definitely love it. I support that. And, um, you know, definitely let's uh, stay in touch and um, hit me up after this, con- I mean, after this podcast today and let's stay connected on that so we can make sure you have everything mm-hmm. that you need the best visual for it and I'm definitely um, down with helping with that so I appreciate you for taking your time out today again and giving so much and the party um, listening to your music was just phenomenal and I hope everybody goes to SoundCloud, goes to IG and they follow you and they definitely keep up on SoundCloud with everything new that you're coming out with so again it's been a pleasure and um, I'll be looking at more things from you soon. Thank you, Queen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're very welcome.
And um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to um, hit the music here and I'm going to end out. But I shall talk with you soon, Queen, okay? Yes, ma'am. One, two, get down. Look at me! 